You are now tuned in to Believe. Do you believe? Welcome to episode 32 of Untapped Tag. One of your hosts, RJ Zimmerman, here with my brother-in-law, Monte Ball. How you doing there, young guy? I'm good. I'm good. Young. I don't. I, I don't know about that young part, man. Thirty is approaching at a rapid pace. My good old thirtieth birthday is coming up, so I don't know, man. I don't know if, if I'm young anymore. But but all is well on my end. How about yourself? Um. You know, it was a good week. Yeah, it was a. I can't complain too much other than, you know, uh, where my parents live right now is, and where I grew up mm-hmm. is a very uh, hot, hot, hot spot. So um, I always get a little bit of a anxiety thing about going to visit them. And mm-hmm. that kind of sucks because I haven't seen them since August. Okay. And even then it was, I was more focused on the youngest birthday than I was hanging out, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, Wisconsin right now is really, really big hot spot right now. And I think that's, um, you know, by obviously us living here in Wisconsin and Trump um, just leaving, uh, you know, having his rally last night, I want to say, man, you know, I can only assume that it was a super spread, super spreader event, and yeah, that just kind of raises the anxiety a bit when when it comes to us trying to put the lid back on top of this freaking virus. Uh, but man, I don't know. It's it's tough, man. It's tough. It's challenging. It's it's um, you know my anxiety is up a little bit um, because I feel like we in the next ten days we're going to experience a significant spike. Here in Wisconsin. Which is crazy because we're already one of the highest levels in the world. Mm. Not even just talking the nation, but the world. The world. Yeah, man. Now that second wave has started in Europe. Yep. Which is exactly when they said it would be, right? Mm-hmm. Like when this happened. So, yeah, I was looking at a yep. chart and basically Europe had... July, August, September, and the first part of November, a fairly normal life. And now they have to go back to um, virus containment, the exact way that they did it because it worked. So instead of being anxious and depressed and not like things closing down like it has here, they got to go about living their lives pretty much like normal because they believe in science. (laughs) Really? Science? What is science? That science cannot be true. That's black magic. <laughs> I would like to add a word there, but I'm just gonna say black magic. <laughs> Man, it's it's yeah, so that's why, you know, I always say it's, you know, by starting the podcast this year in twenty twenty, um, you know, when you ask me when you ask the question of, you know, how you doing, I always have to say, you know, I'm doing 
well, you know, relatively speaking, because obviously we all understand what's going on outside. But, you know, by, li- you know, living here in Wisconsin, it's it's statistically speaking, you know, following the trend, I guess we should say, um, is in the next 10 to 14 days, it's not going to be a good time here in Wisconsin. It's not. Uh, I'm just hoping by Thanksgiving that we can have cases start to go down. I mean, right. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of frustrating behind the scenes things as well. So, uh, as far as the spread of the virus, but the bar culture definitely doesn't help things. No, you know, we haven't been there for a while, but, uh, right. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's challenging. It's, it's challenging. And yeah, we don't want to obviously, you know, we, we talk about this a lot. It would be hard to avoid this conversation just because it's, we can't ignore what, what, what has directly impacted our lives um, and everyone else's lives around us. And then also, yeah, just being here in Wisconsin, it's affecting us even more compared to other states just because we are the hotspot of the world. Um, and then obviously Trump's rally is going to make it even worse. So it's just challenging difficult times um people are being selfish i'm just gonna say it people are being selfish um you know you have the right to vote for whoever you want to vote for just get out there and vote that's all we care about here at untapped get get out there and vote um but the whole deal about going to the rally in a hot spot i i am completely against that um i think it's selfish um i think it's irresponsible um, and I just think it's not needed three weeks out from the election. It's not needed at this point. Uh, so it's, it's, you know, this country really needs to, you know, hit the reboot button really do a self-reflect and, and figure out, you know, what, what's really important. I think, so, uh, I think we, as a country, we've had some, uh, traumatic brain injury with too many concussions right (laughs) it's like like, my gosh that's probably not something you should be joking about (laughs) no no i I think i think it was a good joke (laughs) (laughs) uh you know something more on the positive note so yesterday we celebrated uh my Mm. wife's your sister's and your mother's Mm -hmm. birthdays and that was a lot of fun. Kids got to run around and right. play with Uncle. I think Uncle got a little tired after about five minutes of running. Of course, man. This I got to get this weight off. And your and your sons, my nephews, they're man. They're only getting bigger, faster, and stronger uh, <laughs> with more energy. Right now likes to yell <laughs> "super muscle" from that <laughs> PJ Masks show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he likes he likes that show a lot. So, uh, but. <laughs> Go, I want to talk about that Popeye's chicken sandwich. So we got Popeye's last night. <laughs> Not the first time I got this sandwich, by the way, but it is still the best chicken sandwich. Out. Like that chicken sandwich. They just by far, they bottled some magic. They bottled some magic, put it on, put it on some bread. And uh, <laughs> man, it is delicious. It is. It's so it delicious. It is. I didn't even, I didn't even, I didn't even get one. I didn't, didn't get one yesterday. I didn't. For the chicken strips, which they're, which I love. I love the chicken tenders. I'll do it again yeah, I do too. yesterday I do too. too. Uh, I really wasn't looking f- 
for you know the, what they're even that better much with, chicken. What's that? Hot sauce. Ah, I'm not really that big into hot sauce. I'm calling it, you out right here. Sometimes I I do enjoy hot sauce, but it's rare. It's rare. I don't know. I get random, you know, a random urge or, or, or thirst. I want to say for hot sauce, but no. Nah, yesterday I didn't. I kind of just wanted. I like I like Popeye's chicken tenders with barbecue sauce. Their barbecue sauce is is really good. Hmm. Um, and I like it. Um, but it's but yeah, the 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 chicken sandwich is where it's at. That's the, you know, that's 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 their money maker right now. And still, still, I mean, when did that come out? What January maybe or last year actually? Goodness, that's a good question. I cannot remember. Last, yeah, did I come out in like November of last year? Maybe December or yeah, I can't remember. It sounds it sounds about right, but this year feels right. like five years long. So <laughs> right, it could have been this year. Man, I'm yeah. Just, so I'm, these last two weeks leading up to Air of Wilds, a little bit more than that, leading up to PS5 mm-hmm. are going to go so slow for me. Like you don't understand. <laughs> I am so excited. But. I still haven't pre-ordered it. I gotta. I mean, I'm probably way too late right now. But I mean, I'm still gonna get it, of course. I, you know, I I know some people. I'll just hit up Sony. You know. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> have them have the uh, CEO or whoever hand deliver it to my my home. Wouldn't that be nice, huh? I wish. You know, some of these NFL players, are, you know, they got that like that. I, I don't know. I don't think this time they got it like that, to be honest. Mm. I don't think there's going to be too many sent out. It's too high right. in demand. Why True. would they True. not take advantage of the the demand that they have right now? Like People are right. home. Video game hardware, accessories, and software this year, it's gone up like 150% the sales. Because what Jeez. can you do? You stay exactly. home, play video games. I mean, there's not much for TV coming out. There's not much for movies nope. coming out. I mean, that's Tenet, crazy, Tenet was really good, but yeah, it was still yeah. a little disappointing. I agree. It was. I, I liked it. I liked it a lot, but it didn't have that for for a Christopher Nolan movie. It didn't have that effect on me. Then the effect I talk about is where I'm still thinking about it a month later. I'm still dreaming about it, which that is what the effect that that that's the effect that I had when I watched Inception. Um, obviously, you know, The Dark Knights. Um, Etc. Um, you know, other other Christopher Nolan movies. But yeah, I didn't I didn't get that effect with Tenet. Although it was a really good movie, it was just you know, it was I just still that. think about it every once in a while, randomly. Really? Yeah. Mm. I mean, because I think it's gonna be good. I think it's gonna be better once they come out with more because I think they're gonna it's gonna be a series. Um I'm pretty uh, sure it is. I don't because think it's Christopher Nolan's style other than Batman, though. True. Usually he tells the story and then he leaves it. That is Christopher Nolan, yeah. So it's gonna be it's gonna be because I do know that there's I think there's t- there's books, tenant books, maybe I'm, I'm not sure, but they can keep going with it. Obviously, with with how it ended, we don't want to spoil it, of course. But they they can they can keep it going. But but yeah, back onto what you were saying. Yeah, not many movies out. Not much is coming out from you know Hollywood. So it is just Sony and and Microsoft right now. <laughs> Uh, right now, it's the race to who's going to be the elite, um, you know, platform system. I I don't know if it's so, so much is anymore the race between them. I think that. <laughs> see, I, I think that, like as fans, we make it into that, but of course, I don't know. They're 
They're this is America. Totally different. Well, <laughs> but there's just totally different. Um, I'm trying to think like uh, strategies that they're doing this. So like, right? You know, Microsoft is really promoting their X, their Game Pass and their X Cloud. Um, which basically their Game Pass is like PlayStation Now, or but it's mm-hmm. like even more involved than PlayStation Now. It's more like a Netflix model where you can access it on anything that gets the internet. Brilliant. You can access it and play your play a game like your saves transfer into the cloud. Um, so you can play it on your iPhone. Uh, so they're they have to make a workaround because. Apple is like super weird True. about their games on their right. um, platform. So like they would have to list every game separately if they listed it in the app store. I'm not okay. What about, what about, so they're going to do like, uh, <laughs> they're trying to make it so that you can go to like xcloud.com and then you can play. So for, you can open it from any browser. Mm-hmm. Cause right now you just get the app or whatever and you can play it on right. anything. So, what, so okay, what about, what about Android? Watch. Yeah, you can do yeah. it on Android. They have an app on Android. You can do it. Dude, that's brilliant. And then they have a See, controller that plugs onto it. And you it looks like it looks like you're almost playing a Nintendo Switch, but it's your phone in the middle and you're playing Xbox games. Wait, wait, wait. So I can plug a controller up into the Android phone? Yes, yes. See that's see that's a that's a game changer, and I'm 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 heavy Sony, of course. I'm heavy PlayStation, but kudos to Xbox on that. That's 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 huge. People who like to travel, people who are you know on, on an airplane, what have you. Obviously, you can't hook up your goddamn. But if it's <laughs> a single player on a game, plane, if it's a single player game, you can download it, mm-hmm. and then you can play it. You don't have to be connected to the internet. That's sweet. Not gonna lie. So, Not even lie. that is sweet. Yeah, so that's like what Xbox is more focused on. And then their first parties mm-hmm. are day and date. They come to Game Pass. So it's like it's like $15 a month, I think, for Game Pass maybe. I think if you pay for the whole year, it's like 10 And then... Uh, and then... Oh, what is it? I mean, you get, your, you get the Xbox Live included in that or whatever. Right. But then they have their Series X coming out, which is... Obviously, they're hardware, but they care more about the subscriptions than they do necessarily selling the hardware. I mean, don't get me wrong. They love to outsell Sony, but Sony's hitting its way into the old model, which is, you know, you sell the hardware and then you put the games out for that hardware. But they're starting to like combine too, like with that PlayStation Plus collection that we talked about that has like basically, what is it? It's like 10 or 15 PlayStation 4 games that are optimized to run on PS4 or PS3, mm-hmm. and they're free just for having PlayStation Plus. And you can download and play them. And they're like, every single game is like uh, an eight and a half or better, like score-wise. Most of them, I would say, are nines or higher. That's dope. Man, that's why, like, honestly, and, and I'm going to be honest with you right here, RJ, I... I've been excited, of course, for the PS5, but I haven't been like super stoked. Don't get me wrong. I've been excited, but I feel the intensity right now in, in a good way th- these last two weeks. I'm actually like really thrilled and looking forward to it <clears throat> because just listening to you talk about it, um, checking out the specs, of course, checking out the games that they uh, plan on coming out, their exclusive content as well. Um, obviously, knowing that 
um, God of War, uh, Ragnarok, I think it's coming out next year, correct? That's They didn't give an exact date, but yes, okay. they said it's coming out in 2020. 20, okay. Or so, 2021. 2021. Sorry, it is 2020. Right. So like, I think what it's... What a terrible year. It's going to be a fun <laughs> year. It's 2020. Like, it should be so much fun. You know, I think about that, too. I think back to when I was in sixth grade, which was what? I was 12, so 2002. We should have you know, and I'm just robot like, legs. It's 2020. <laughs> yeah. Dude, you remember back then? You were like, man, where are we going to be in 20 years from now? Right. And then, boom, we're still faced with... We were going to have ignorance, cars. selfishness. We were going to be colonizing <laughs> the moon. Right? We thought we were going to have a base up there, commercialized trips to the moon. I mean, gosh, I'll tell you what, we, we've taken, man, major steps back, but um, we, but we, there's there's a promising future for us. But but yeah, man, the PS5 is, I'm, I'm feeling the intensity right now, and I'm actually really looking forward to it because I think, you're right. Now, going through the year of 2020, you know, we got, what, eight more weeks left, just about. Um, we might as well go ahead and expect this same world next year. Um, so Agreed. I think I think I'm just I think that's just where I'm at right now. I think I'm just going to go all in on you know, gaming, which I already have, but you know what I mean? I'm going to go even above and beyond on it because, you know, I just got to keep that outlet, that healthy outlet, because next year, um, you know, we're probably not going to have a vaccine until the summer. So, you know, I'm looking forward to it, looking forward to the content of the PS5, the release, the excitement, the I loved what you showed me the other day. So on the PS5, um, you know, you guys, there's this awesome um you know, uh, experience that they include. Yeah. Thank you. Feature where it's, you know, I could be playing, let's just say I'm playing a video game. I'm playing, you know, Madden and I see RJ, you know, RJ hops on and RJ plays, um, you know, another game or whatever. Um, he's playing some other game. Well, I can watch his screen on my screen, meaning I can have his, a box in the left hand corner of my screen watching rj play fifa Let's while i'm like playing a single player game so like the <laughs> like you've been you, yeah. you've been thinking about maybe getting it and you're playing like you know right Riley or madden or whatever exactly and i'm playing i'm still like physically and live playing my game on the big screen but in the corner I, i'm watching rj play a game too that, that is awesome that is sweet in my opinion, I think what I'm most excited about, though, is the load times. Hmm. So, like, the load times theoretically should go from like, let's say, most games take what a minute to boot up. Probably, they should drop down to uh, about 20 seconds or less from the start screen. A dead start, 20 seconds or less. I like that, right, right. And then, <clears throat> like, see, load times don't bother me. Load times don't. Right, because they don't bother you, me. you pick up your phone and you look at them, so it's not a big deal, right? True. But if you think about True. how much time you spend, like, waiting for something to load in when you could just be playing, and as a parent, like, listen, right. I don't ah, have a lot of time. True. So True. if I spent, if I waste, like, if I'm trying to get through this, <laughs> if I'm trying to get through, like, this level or something, like, mm-hmm. you know, 
the wife yells down, hey, can you come and change your dirty diaper, little baby? Uh, yeah. Well, then I got to, you know, get to like a spot where I can save. Well, and there's a load screen coming up. That load screen feels like an eternity. Right. You can, yeah. it's, you can point. feel the eyes like burning into the back of your head, even though you're down there. <laughs> and she's upstairs. Good point. Good point. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, it's, uh, the, the PS5 is, is, is they, they, man, they know, they know what they're doing. I'm and I think it's just, it. yeah, I think it's, I'm, I'm interested to see how, you know, how the online play is. Uh, I'm interested to see, obviously, like I said, their exclusive content. And just, uh, you know, obviously there's going to be so many other features that they're going to come out with. They're going to add on that. I think just going to just take the experience to the whole, you know, an entire, you know, new level. So it's going to be sweet. And I did read too. I don't know when it's happening. I think I got to do more research on it, but Sony's gearing up for VR. Did you see that? They already have a VR machine out. Oh, they already have. They've had oh, it. Man, where are I been? four years after your ps4 it's supposed it's supposed to be awesome like it was when it came out it was everyone put Wait, you said it's been out for four years probably man where have i been jesus i don't know but everyone <laughs> universally said like it was the best vr unit because of the price mm-hmm. and then uh like the games the flexibility and then it it form factored to your face a little bit better mm-hmm. um but now like that the oculus quest has been out which is like, right. You don't need headphones or anything. Basically, just everything's contained in the unit. There's no wires. Like that's what people are waiting for is like a wireless version of it. But I don't know. It'd be really cool if Sony came out with something like that. But I, I have a feeling it'd be a little bit more expensive than what the Oculus Quest is. Hmm. Right, 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 right. And that's that's man. That's just the thing. Is it's gonna be? It's gonna be sweet. And I think. You know, how awesome would it be if like Sony teamed up with like, you know, the NBA or NFL or something like that to where the VR experience, you know, you purchase a ticket, <laughs> put your VR on and then boom, you're at the game. I think they already did that for the NBA. I'm pretty sure. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that you could be courtside at an NBA game. Um, oh, yeah, they did. Yeah. Man, I have been living under a rock. Jeez. I did see some people uh, posting that. Well, well, never mind then. Sony's already... Man, thought I had a million dollar idea right there, but god dang you, Sony! <laughs> like I think that they had a movie theater experience too, where like you and a friend could like pop. Oh, in that's right, and and you could see your avatars, yeah, each other's avatar while you watch a movie. That's right. I did see that. That is right. I mean, yeah, that's you know, Sony seems like it's. It's way more interactive, um, but just like you said, yeah, Xbox is really gunning for the subscriptions, um, which is not a bad business model at all. It's not, um, so it's just going to be interesting. And but you know, obviously, living in America, we have to have a first place. We have to. That's just what we do. We have to have somebody in first, and that's Sony, in my opinion. <laughs> We can't just have two greats. We can't just say, you know, LeBron James is great. Michael Jordan is great. Nope. Someone has to be better. So I'm going to go with Sony. I like our ADD mind. There. <laughs> like, you know, we're about right. the pandemic, then we go to Popeyes, <laughs> then we get to video games. 
I think that kind of makes what makes our podcast entertaining, though, is we're not going to sit here and just, all right, guys, we got these six things we're going to talk about. And yeah, no, no, we're just going to shoot the crap where it's going to go. Nope. No idea. As at this exact moment right now, I have no idea what the next sentence is going to be. No idea. I do. Uh, It's coffee. terrible. (laughs) We got a lot of questions (laughs) this week. So uh, we do. We're going to answer some of them. So let me pull these bad boys up. Facebook. So, yeah, thank you guys for sending in questions and stuff. You you got them? Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, Yeah, we really appreciate the questions. Like, it's it's really nice to have a, you know, what kind of hearing what you guys want to listen or hear us talk about or, like, you know, hear what Mons has to say on things so uh riley schiffner writes it and says i want to hear about your college life outside of football and your favorite spots in madison thanks <laughs> all right well i'm going to take that question as my favorite spots in madison well i'll do it i'll do it you know obviously okay i'll just answer um my college life outside of football right. um was just like any other I mean, yeah, exactly. It was like any other college student. Uh, I was partying. I was, you know, hanging out with friends. I was um, at the brick house. You know, I was a yeah, brick house barbecue, running the streets in a safe, smart way. Of course, when I whenever I say that, uh, being a college student, I was I was jumping from brick house barbecue to Wando's. Um, Wando's KK, uh, you know, those were the nightlife, of course. But during the day, you know, I, I spent time with the football players, uh, James White being my roommate. We played video games, we played Madden, we played, excuse me, we played a lot of 2K, um, hung out. Um, you know, we, we were safe and smart in college. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm having my family in Wisconsin too, that being my parents, my sisters, and then obviously. Once my sister started dating RJ, um, you know, I would, you know, go home, hang out with them, uh, spend time with them, eat dinner after every football game at home. And really, it was pretty basic, um, to be honest with you. Really chill. I, um, I was a really chill person um, when I was sober. But, you know, obviously, once the partying started, it was, you know, I was going full throttle and I was drinking until there was nothing more to drink. Um, you know, hence why I don't drink anymore, but it's, you know, it wasn't really nothing too extravagant and it was just kind of like what everybody else was doing on campus in Wisconsin. Um, favorite spots at the time, um, Brickhouse barbecue, which was my favorite spot right there on Gorman, Gorham, Gorham. Um, that was my favorite spot to go to. Um, but now my favorite spots in Madison, um, Hmm. That's tough. It depends if we're talking about getting some food. Uh, man, I, th- I think we already kind of nailed that down. You know, I, you know, I'm basic. I really love Applebee's. <laughs> you laugh, <laughs> really, really but really. I just rolled my eyes, and nobody can because <laughs> it's true. I really, it's true. Yeah, I really, really love Applebee's. Uh, it's a family thing. Man, it is. It is. Except I like. I love going to Best Buy. <laughs> Best Buy, I love going, you know, all other places, man. I think that's an awesome question. Um, but, you know, 
So I spent a lot of time with the family. The a lot of time. Is like your, oh, goodness gracious. Time. I cannot believe the movie theater in Sun Prairie. Um, obviously, Bob, pre-COVID, you were guaranteed you would find me at Marcus Palace in Sun Prairie two times a month, hands down. It got to a point where it was definitely weekly. at least. Definitely weekly. That's what I'm saying. At least two times a month. So I would give it on average, on average four times a month. Yeah, Marcus Palace Theaters. There it is. There it is. What about you, RJ? Hmm. I mean, I don't. Know, things have changed in the past uh, almost three right. years. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so I really like the park that's down the street. Um, you know, they, they make my kid want to take a nap sometimes. Uh, no, um, you know, I really love the downtown area of Middleton. Like I don't, I've been in Madison for a little over 10 years and it was always a nice spot to, to find good. Obviously there's really good food down there, but, uh, like how they built it up the past few years, it's really Mm -hmm. nice and you can walk around there and get to a lot of things quickly. Um, obviously state street has its ups and its downs in like the capital area. Again, there's really good food to eat down there. Like insomnia cookies is amazing. I wish there was one closer so I could go visit it, but you know how it is a little too far to make mm-hmm. that journey all the time. But, um, right. when we do go down there, it's a lot of fun, but, uh, it just, I'm trying to think like the, there's a couple trampoline parks, the, the one on, um, gosh, what is that road? Uh, the one by Todd drive, uh, they have like a toddler time. That's fantastic on Saturdays at 9am where it's just like little kids that can go and bounce. And, you know, we took my oldest when he was one and it was his favorite thing ever. So just seeing that smile, like. Yeah, and he just runs around. He doesn't even didn't even really jump. He was just running. It was it was really awesome. So, uh, you know, there's those kinds of things. The children's museum's really cool. We go to Old Brick Park a lot. That's a nice little park on the north side of Lake Mendota. So, mm-hmm. or okay. Lake Monona, Lake, Lake yep. Monona. <clears throat> Gotcha. I think that's a really good question, uh, Riley. Um, we must definitely appreciate it. Um, yeah. Love, love the questions. Love them, love them, love them. Keep them, keep them coming. Thank you again, Riley. What we got next? All right. We got one from Dan the Man, Daniel Anderson. Dan the Man. What's one sports memory that really sticks in your mind as a child that you feel maybe changed your perspective on a sport? Or made you love that certain sport even more? Oh, that's easy for me. It's easy for me. I got got to go with um, the moment I fell in love with football. Uh, playing football outside with my cousin, we we're just, you know just throwing the football um, in Missouri, just playing catch in the backyard. Go inside, see my father on the couch watching um, the Broncos play. I had no idea. I was completely oblivious to the sport. I didn't. I knew that. The football had laces. That's really it. And people scored touchdowns at this time. I was eight years old, so 1998. And I started just hammering away on my my dad at questions. I'm talking just firing away at questions, you know, what as to what is the yellow towels that they're throwing on the field. Those guys wearing zebra 
you know, outfits um, to, to who are those guys wearing the zebra print shirts to why there's so many players. I mean, I just started just firing away and that's where I fell in love with, you know, my dad was answering the questions, of course, had a huge smile on his face. And that's when I started asking questions about the Broncos, started asking questions about Terrell Davis, started falling in love with the Broncos and then asked my father if I could play football. Um, so obviously that was a huge impact on my life that very that exact moment um fell in love with the game of football and obviously we un, we we know what came next i hopped into football and and stuck with it so dan the man i appreciate that question it was it's this was definitely an easy one for me because that's that's a memory that you know you know i'll cherish forever and i'm most definitely going to share with my son once he gets older so <clears throat> what about you rj um going into what was it? Eighth grade, I think. Seventh grade. Like, I just moved up in baseball to, like, uh, play with high schoolers. And like, I started in right field. And I don't know. I was just – I was always on bad teams. And it it always stinks, like, when you're on – you know, you, you feel like you should be better than what you are, uh, no matter how hard you try. <laughs> and I remember – I had to, the playoffs were starting or the tournaments or whatever, and I had to go on a family trip and missed it. And it was a team that we had beat earlier in the year. And uh, my dad came up. He's like, hey, just so you know, the team lost. And I'm like, really? How did they lose? Like, we beat them before. They're like, well, you weren't there. (laughs) And What does that have to do with anything? I'm not that good. I just play right field. Like, whatever. He's like, well, you're a pretty good hitter. You get on base a lot and you, you know, you're really good in the outfield and you have a good arm. And I was like, what are you talking about? No, I'm not. And he's like, yeah, look at, you're the youngest player on the team and you're out there playing every single time. How the older kids are on the bench behind you. And I kind of took a step back and looked and it's like, oh, maybe I am okay at this game and I'm not bad. (laughs) So like, I don't know. And then like basketball, I remember, uh, my senior year, I don't know. I just, I gave it my all. Like I worked really hard between my junior and well, when was it between my sophomore and junior year? I worked really hard. And then I worked even harder at basketball between my junior and senior year. And, uh, you know, I came in off the bench, but, um, we ended up having a lot of fans that came to our games, like a lot more than it should have, I guess, should have been there or whatever. But uh, our one uh, girl in my class, her parents stopped me at my one of my brother's like seventh grade, sixth grade. It would have been eighth grade basketball games. And uh, they're like, hey, you know, we just want to let you know we have a lot of fun watching you play. I'm like, I looked around. I was like, me? They're like, yeah, you give everything that you have out there and you just have so much fun. Like, it's so much fun watching you play. I'm like, Mm -hmm. thank you. I really appreciate it. Like, I did not know that people were watching like that. Like, I was just being me. So, that was, (laughs) yeah, I would say those two times were uh, really awesome. So, I just, yeah. Yep. I'd say those were the two. That's those were cool. the two moments. <clears throat> That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Dan the man. 
Dan, the man, thank you again for that question. I think it's, I think we really enjoy answering them. Really, really enjoy answering them. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, those memories bring back more memories, uh, all the feels and all that stuff. And yeah, I said it all the feels and, uh, just kind of reminiscing. So some really, really good questions <clears throat> from Dan, the man and Riley. Right. Um, we'll most definitely hit the other questions later. Huh? Do we'll you want do, to do we'll some do right, now? Last so, one right now? This one's okay. from okay. Rashida Irvin. If you mm-hmm. had to become a pro football player, what occupation do you think you'd be in right now? I'll start. Uh, I'd probably be a lineman for a utility company. So <laughs> that's where I think I'll be. So where, what do you got, Mons? Uh, if I didn't play pro football, what occupation do you think you'd be in right now? Holy cow. I'm trying to imagine if I went to school, if I pursued college, you know, would you have play football? College? My goodness. That is the question. I honestly probably would have went to a trade school. Um, uh, man, what do you think I would be doing right now? That's so tough because I was just so focused on it was just football for me. That was going to, you know, take me to where I wanted to go. But I guess if I didn't play football, um, I for sure would see myself in social work some way, some somehow, which is technically what I'm doing now. And I enjoy it. So it's, uh, and I think because I enjoy it or by me enjoying it, meaning I, I think I would have enjoyed it then. So yeah, some, I would have been in, in the field in social work, um, for sure. Um, now I don't know what I would have been doing in social work, but I would have been in social work for sure just because I enjoy it now. So I know I would have enjoyed it then. Um, so I know that's kind of a basic question, but our basic answer, but that's, that's for sure what it would be. Yeah, absolutely. Social work, helping people. Yeah. Helping people. I think it's, you know, when it comes to helping people in, in you know, in the field of social work, it's, it's, you know, you don't have to do too much thinking. It's not, it, you know, you're not, reinventing the wheel you know helping people is what people is what we're what we were what we're for you know where we love to connect to people the humans love to connect to people we love to help people um so i kind of feel like it doesn't require much effort and helping people is is rewarding in itself for for the individual you're helping and obviously for yourself so that's where i'd be and so rashida loved the question um if they want to Just ask us, if anybody wants to ask us questions, where can they go, Mons? Yeah, please. You guys can go to obviously your untapped keg on, on you know all social media platforms. Um, my social media platforms: Monty Ball twenty eight on Twitter, Monty Ball on Instagram. Um, send us questions. We always send out a tweet or a post on Facebook like a couple of days prior to us recording. And uh, people usually comment right under it, their questions. And then when we just go ahead and start answering them um, here on the cast. Um, so that's, that's, that's where you guys can do it. What about you, man? Uh, yeah, they can uh, obviously Twitter untap keg and Facebook untap keg would be the best place to ask us questions. Mm-hmm. So feel free. Yep. 
Yes, indeed. Reach out with anything. Absolutely. If you just have like a topic you want us to, you know, an opinion on or um, do a little bit of research on or something, you know, you could throw that out there. Like, uh, you know, what do you think about Battlestar Galactica versus, uh, you know, like uh, Babylon 5, something like that, you know, something for us to do a little bit mm-hmm. of, of research on. So. Battlestar Galactica is the correct answer, by the way. But uh, yeah, it's a good, good, good show. Anyway, yeah, you know, yeah. throw, just throwing that <laughs> out there for you. So now, I guess it's time for us to transition to uh, our really bad call calls from last week. Oh, were they bad? Did we? Did we tank? I'll just say. You did better than me, and I did of pretty good. I did. I, I've done better. Every, I did pretty good. I've done better it every just, week. Uh, <laughs> it was just the the team that I picked to outperform was absolutely terrible, like god awful. So the Bengals really laid an egg. Um, they were they did just the worst, and I I picked George Kittle to have a big game, and that didn't happen. So. And then what were my picks? So you again? picked uh, Schultz. <clears throat> I don't. I don't even know what his That's numbers right. were for your player. I'll pull them up. I'll pull them up. So man. I missed on George Kittle. Uh, and then for the team, you picked the Panthers. I picked the Bengals. The Panthers won. So I guess you win that one. Of course, of course I do. Oh yeah, Schultz didn't do much. He had one catch for six yards. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty. That's a that's a big <laughs> miss. But you picked Derek Carr and Josh Jacobs, and obviously they both had very good games. Yes, and indeed. Yes, indeed. Which is not too. I mean, I, I it's not too much of a gamble. You know, Josh Jacobs is a you know phenomenal running back in my opinion, and obviously Carr, we we all know what he's capable of doing when he has time in the pocket. Do we though? Do we? I love I do I love the way Derek Carr plays. I I've been a Derek Carr fan since he's since he's been in the league. I like he has got a good deep ball. He's I, I I don't know why. I like the way he plays. I think I like his pocket presence. I, I just I enjoy watching him play. Derek Carr. Well, he outdueled Mahomes. Mm. So that yeah. happened. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. The Raiders did beat the freaking Chiefs. That is right. That is right. Shocked the world. Unreal. Chucky, Chucky's doing it. Chucky is doing it. How much of an impact? Here's my question for you, RJ. Because I never can really put my finger on this. How much of an impact? And when you you do give your answer, let me know why. Let us know why. How much of an impact do you think a team or the location of a team has on the team? You know, obviously with the Raiders moving from Oakland to Vegas. And you know, all of a sudden now it's it's you know they're playing some they're playing some good football. I think it's, it's yeah, Chuck has a lot to do with that. It's with minimal. Things. It's you can see it with the parity in the NFL. Like besides the Jets and the Browns, you don't have these perennial like losers. You always have you have <laughs> ups and downs. Like sometimes it takes a team a little bit to get out of the down. And their ups are only, mm-hmm. you know, one or two years. But, um, you know, the Jets were one of the best teams in the league for, you know, 
four or five years when uh, Rex Ryan was there with Mark Sanchez. So people forget about that. Jesus. That was a long time ago. Mark yeah. Sanchez. My God. The butt fumble, right? <laughs> so The infamous butt so fumble. So <laughs> I, I don't think that location has a lot to do with success. I think it has more to do with GM and head coach and how much they're in sync. And how much they are willing to adjust to the talent that they have. Like, are you coaching? Are you coaching to your talent or are you just coaching to your system? Right. Mm. Like, are you putting your Mm. players maximizing their strengths or are you forcing your players to uh, be in the system despite what their strengths or weaknesses may be. So I think that's the difference between the Packers offense right. this year compared to last year. So Okay. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I feel it. Yeah. So I mean obviously the Raiders knocking off the Chiefs. well not knocking off as if the Chiefs still aren't going to be great. But now that was that's that's a huge one for the Raiders. That's a comp or excuse me, that's a division game. And uh I'm interested to see how the AFC West is going to be. I mean, that's going to be interesting. Interesting uh, division right now. I mean, East is real quick. You're talking about how good the AFC West is. (laughs) Is there a worst? Is there a worst conference ever? Like division ever in the sport of football? Like NFC West seven years ago, maybe. But like even then, I think I would take all those teams over what's going on in the East right now. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. I, I just, oh, my goodness. I mean, it's it's bad. It's bad. It's bad, but it's 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 still early, you know. We're only in week five. We're in week of a six, 16 six. games. Or week six, excuse me, of a 16-week season. So, you know, we, you know. You know, maybe they'll turn it around. Who knows? But I feel like, I feel like, yeah. I mean, no one's really given too much attention to the NFC East. I, I think it's, you know, it's really dominating. What's really exciting to watch is, is uh, I'm liking the AFC West. Of course, I'm biased. Of course, but I love watching the Chiefs. Love watching the Raiders. Love watching the Broncos. Of course, and, and when I catch a Chargers game here and there, you know, I'll watch it. But I'm not really too thrilled about the Chargers. But those Justin three teams, Herbert, I really enjoy watching. A lot better than I thought it was going to be. Like watching him in the Wisconsin I game, I did not think he was going to be a great pro. But dude, he's he's balling. He's playing really well. I agree. Good for him. For, I yeah, feel really I bad for Tyrod Taylor. Hmm. Yeah, Herbert is. I I hundred percent cannot agree with that anymore. Cause I I I'm most definitely shocked by how he's playing. I was not expecting that. I was not expecting that at all. So it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. It's most definitely gonna be interesting to see where Trevor Lawrence, quarterback for Clemson, lands because he's playing as well as everybody expected, and he is capable one hundred percent is capable of stepping into an NFL offense and uh and uh playing playing well. So it's gonna be interesting to see where he's gonna land because I think he is going to be the quarterback to change a team mm-hmm. around. And I, I, I I believe that. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I think a lot of Clemson right now is their offense is just so much more talented than their conferences defenses. 
but we'll see. That's like, possible. You know, like yeah, I, look possible. at all the first round picks that they've had come out of the offense the past three years. Like Etienne is hey, that dude's got to be a first round pick. I probably won't be, but dude, that guy is special. So I mean, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Right, right. I mean, I think since yeah, a good segue. You know, since. Our next recording is not going to be until next Sunday. <clears throat> I obviously want to talk about the Badgers. Badgers play, you know, their opening game is is this upcoming Friday against uh, the Fighting Illini. Good old Illinois. Good old Illinois. Um, so I'm interested to see how that game is going to go since last year we lost to Illinois, surprisingly. Very disappointed. Very disappointed in that. Um, but it's going to be exciting just to see the opening game of Big Ten football. It's delayed, of course. Thank goodness we were able to get it, um, get it going. Hopefully they stay safe. They do all what they need to do, safety protocols, et cetera, for the players. Um, but it's going to be exciting. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to watching that backfield. You know, they obviously have some big shoes to fill with Jonathan Taylor now being with the Colts, with what he did rushing for six thousand yards in three seasons is phenomenal. Um, it's going to be exciting to see what you know Nakia Watson's going to do, Jalen Berger. Um, to see what those fellas are are, are going to bring to the table, um, with you know, uh, uh, man, I'm Ray drawing Mertz. a blank here. Quarterback, he got, uh, yeah, with Mertz Jack coming Cone. in. But who's gosh, I'm drawing a blank. Thank you. With Cone being injured and Mertz stepping in, it's it's, you know, we got some moving parts, and I'm, I'm interested to see how they all, you know, if they mesh, if they're going to mesh and 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 do some damage in the Big Ten this year. So we'll see. We will see. Um, obviously, this game coming up on Friday, I got my money on, you know, the good old Badgers, of course. I got my money on the Badgers every game, of course. But uh, by us losing to them last year, that always plays a fact, uh, plays a factor into the the, the this game. Um, so we shall see. We shall see, man. It's going to be an interesting year just because, well, we're only playing conference games, correct? Yeah, so. it's a uh, yes. There's no auto conference games. It's mm-hmm. only uh no auto conference. Is it a games. ten week schedule too? I believe so. Yeah, ten week schedule and like a, a a championship week or something like that. I don't. Know. Not really sure, but I just know that they're playing on Friday. So, <laughs> uh, getting the ball started, getting the ball rolling. So, so we'll see. We'll see. It's see all the good old Badgers do. Yeah, I don't know what to. I don't know what to think. I just <laughs> I haven't been following. I mean, obviously there was no real right. spring. There was no real fall. Don't really exactly. hear too much coming out right now because I'm not really looking. But uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully they can, like you said, everybody can stay safe and healthy, and uh, they can, and we have a successful season. Yeah, just. Not even saying like successful with wins. Obviously, I want wins, but you know what I mean. Just, just to limit the positive test yeah. and just to finish, finish the season, um, finish it out. All right, so let's uh, let's go to this Sunday. Like I think I was gonna say maybe we could record something mm. on Wednesday, but uh, I got an overnight outage on Wednesday yeah, night, done. so I need to go to bed early. Ooh. So. <laughs> Maybe maybe Tuesday. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, most definitely. So for today, 
I'll let you go ahead and go on your rant. My rant? Packers versus the Buccaneers. I'm nervous. What is the game plan for Tom Brady to ruin the Packers' perfect season? I'm nervous. I'm always nervous before every game. So, you know, it's just par for the course. What's up? (laughs) Par for the course. Well, I got my money on the Packers. I think that they're going to do it. Um, I think it's going to be a super, a very, very close game. I really do. Um, I think I think the Bucks are going to lead the entire game until, you know, a majority of the game until the fourth quarter, mid-fourth quarter. I see the Packers rallying and coming out with a victory. Interesting. I do. Maybe. I do. Because it seems like the Bucks, they just have no – you know, they just, it's, it's, they're very, they fluctuate. I mean, they're off, they're, they're on fire, they're cold, they're, you know, it's, they're not consistent. They're, they just have not found their consistency yet. And it seems like the Packers have found their just, you know, they're just in that zone. They're just, they are just in that zone. Um, and I usually don't praise the Packers like this, but, you know, I'm a football fan. And I can't ignore good play. They're playing. They're playing some good football. They, you know, they have Adams back. Um, last game, they were down to like their, you know, third receiver. Uh, Valdez Gantling was their number one, and then mm-hmm. uh, they had a bunch of practice squad receivers out there. So they also activated Equinemius St. Brown um, from the IR. And what was that first name again? Yeah, he went to <laughs> Equinemius. I believe he went to Notre Dame to college, but. He was drafted in the same draft okay. as Valdez Cantling. And uh going through that training camp, like he was the um the standout, and then he hurt his hamstring, I believe, and he was on IR. Well, when was no, no, he got injured, so he don't, he didn't get to play very much. And then the next year, he looked really good last year, hurt his hand, had a really bad hamstring injury, got put on IR. And then this year he hurt his groin and got put on IR. So hopefully he can stay healthy. Uh, but I think he's I think he's very talented. So that'll be interesting to see how mm. they use him. He's another one of these Indeed. like six foot three, four four, forty guys. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see and then how tough he can be at the you know point of attack as far as the the ball. So can he make those contested jump ball plays? Because that's really kind of what they're missing. So, yeah, it'll it'll True. be interesting to so, see. I mean, they got they got healthier, but I'm still I'm I'm that pessimistic, you know, that uh, pessimistic, optimistic Packers fan. Where I want them to be really good, but also like I don't. I'm not gonna get my hopes too far up. Yeah, I think you should. I think this might be your guys' year, and I'm not even kidding. I called it, which I mean, it's not like a you know a you know I wasn't in the minority. I'll tell you that. But obviously, you guys drafting Jordan Love. I I I called it. I said that that's gonna put a fire under, put a fire under Rogers. I mean, as as like I said, it wasn't a minority thought or opinion. I'm sure the majority thought that as well too. It's just you know what I think it is more though, and, he, and he's following I think through. It's- Matt LaFleur reaching out to Aaron and Aaron also like 
being willing to bury his pride a little bit for the good of the team and them creating this offense together, which, yeah, like, I think that that's the most uh, enlightening thing to come out of two weeks ago was finding out that, um, I think, I believe it was a quarterback's coach kind of made those two sit on a zoom call, air out all the grievances. And then they were like, obviously we need each other. So let's, put our heads together and then they ended up becoming, you know, they're for all counts purposes, like they're friends right now as they're doing this. So, Mm -hmm. and that's, I don't know. I I feel like Rogers expects perfection from everybody, including himself. And that, uh, you know, that includes like the coaching staff and everything else. So if there's some trust there that can, be more willing to happen, but I think we've talked enough about the Packers. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So last week was fine, I would say, for us, except for me, obviously. Again, uh, join our DraftKings League. It's free. We'll tweet out a link again after this. Um, as far as that Obama last name won last week and that Nate Van dude keeps... <laughs> just keeps like almost winning. Just, like, dude has been in for three weeks and he has finished first, first, and second. So he's crushing it. I had the worst week in fantasy that I've had in a long time last week. Uh, I had a lot of a few injuries and stuff like that um, across all my leagues. But yeah, it was not good. Uh, you finished dead last. I, 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 I don't even know if you scored 100 points. <laughs> I wasn't yes. last, was I? Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! I don't even. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I just. I, I, I'm trying out this whole fantasy. This is the most involved I've been in fantasy ever. Um, fantasy football ever, just because. Yeah, I never really believed in it, but this year I, I I've like I'm in one, two, th- I'm in. Th- one, two, three leagues, and you know, I can see how people can get involved in this. I mean, I can see, I can see where the excitement comes from. I can see, I can see, I, you know, I'm starting to understand it all, and you know, I still got a lot of work to do to understand, you know, how to work it. But that's exciting. I can see why people get into it. Um, I just got a lot of learning to do. Uh, okay, yeah. let's get into our picks for the week. So, I mean. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sorry. So I'm sitting here <laughs> watching the NFL Network, and sorry, I kind of, you know, just stopped talking right there because Melvin Gordon just popped up on the screen, and you know, they're talking about his off the field you know, issues. Um, mm-hmm, yeah, off the field issue. Yeah, we'll just leave it at that, and we'll, we'll see what happens. But uh, you know, obviously, wishing the best. So for him. the Broncos yeah. came out. I don't know if you heard this. They said they aren't going to fine or suspend him. That they were very, uh, they were very happy with the way that he handled it. He, they're obviously really mad that it happened. They're really mad that he made right. that poor of a decision. Um, mm-hmm. but they are happy with the way he's handled the situation, and he would have played if he didn't have strep throat. So, uh, but right. you can guarantee something's coming down from the league as far as fine and suspension. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, yeah. I think he handled it. Um, yeah, I think he handled it well. Um, 
Yeah, it's just a bonehead mistake. And then I'm, I'm not saying that as if it's not, you know, it's a slap on the wrist. Obviously, a DUI is, is nothing to play around with. Um, and he knows that, which is why he's going to accept, uh, you know, the consequences that come with it. Um, and he'll be able to learn and grow from it and move past it. You know, he's a great running. He's a, he's a, he's a, he's a good running back. Um, good running back. Um, but it's, yeah, he's just learning like everybody else is, and he's going to improve off the field, improve on the field. So I'm looking forward to seeing him come back next week and, and making a statement. And then if, if he is suspended next week and, you know, whenever he does come back, you know, the team's going to welcome him back and they're going to continue to move forward. Um, so picks. Well, one thing I want to say before we move on is uh, one thing we've talked about here, I don't know if we've expressed it enough possibly, but, you know, one thing we have made some egregious mistakes, right? Like uh, mm-hmm. mistakes that we are not proud of. Mm-hmm. Mistakes that. Uh, yes, indeed. We've been pretty vocal about, mm-hmm. um, you know, Wisconsin, we were talking about the bar culture also has a, obviously a drinking and driving culture. Um, oh, yeah. but one thing we want to do, obviously we don't want to just like, it's not okay for him getting behind a wheel. Like you said, like that is not okay. It's oh, no. not, not a good learning experience, but it's a learning experience. Like this is something exactly like, obviously it's one of the, you know, there you could easily have killed somebody else or yourself. Um, mm-hmm. so, but when, what we want to do, in this is we want to give people the room to grow, to learn from their mistakes. And that's what we're trying to do. Um, right. Like that anybody that goes for anybody, like that's what you have to do in life is you have to take your experiences and you have to give yourself the ability to grow and learn and, uh, try to be better than you were yesterday because that's all we can do is try to make the world a better place. And it starts with that little bubble that's around us. Um, Mm. You know, try, try to be better. And everybody has days, everybody has weeks, everybody has months that, uh, it just seems like it feels like nothing is going. Like you feel like you're in a rut. You feel like you're stuck in the mud. Like, um, but you just got to keep, keep trying. You got to find that thing that can ground you, bring you back to your center and you can look and actually see the forest through the trees that you can kind of see what's around you and that you actually are going uphill, that you are more accepting of people. Um, You're more accepting of things that don't affect you, right? Like Mm -hmm. that it's, it's okay. So like, that's just something that I wanted to say uh, to make sure we put in there. So, before we yeah, move on, absolutely. so here we go. The part that nobody is waiting for, that everybody stinks that we do, <laughs> but we're going to get better at this. All right. Who, who are you going to pick for your player this week that is going to have a big game? Jerry Judy. I like Jerry it. Judy. I like it. Rookie wide receiver for the Broncos. Yep. And then I'm just going to go ahead and go right into it with my team. I'm going Denver. That's my team I'm picking this week because they're, you know, they're not because favored to I win. I ain't a fake fan. That's Patriots. what you're thinking deep down. <laughs> well, I think it's a good pick. You know, they're at, they're, you know, they're in Foxborough. Cam's back. Um, you know, they got to face Cam and Bill Belichick. 
in Foxborough, um, a beat up Broncos team. No one on the planet thinks that Denver's going to walk out of this game with a victory. One and three Broncos versus two and two Patriots. I'm going Broncos and Jerry Judy. Are you picking them to win straight up? Yes. Interesting. Drew Locke's back. Um, Drew Locke's got that 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 arrogance in a good way. That that confidence. I want to say um, confidence and swagger that a quarterback you know Cam needs. Newton's and back, right? I do, I do, I do, I do. That's what I said. Newton's back. So as I'm saying, no one on the planet thinks that the Broncos are going to walk out of this one. So ain't. I'm going Broncos. All I'm right. going Broncos right. and Jerry right. Judy. Who you got? You want to put a Popeye's chicken sandwich on it? Let's do it. All right. Let's do it. Broncos, done. Jerry Judy. Consider it done. Indeed. I, I'm going to pick got? Antonio Gibson. I like the way the kid plays. Ooh. I actually have a lot of exposure to him in uh, leagues. <laughs> but uh, he just he feels like he's going to have big plays. Like, And then, obviously, this Giants defense, this Giants team is just, Jesus, that NFC East that we keep talking about. <laughs> my goodness. And, yes, Antonio Gibson is That's... in that NFC East. But Gibson and McLaurin are both really talented. So if they could get – yeah, I like, a thrower I like in there, like somebody to get the ball out. Like Gibson is a good runner, it looks like, but he's even more than that. He's a really good pass catcher. Like, uh, yeah, like you know, he's not. I'm trying to think. Like, you know, he just seems like uh, one of those running backs that, yeah, he he might be able to gash you a little bit. Uh, on the ground, but through the air is where he's going to do mm-hmm. a lot of his damage. So, like, uh, almost like a Matt Forte towards the later years of his career, kind of a player. So, um, probably a little bit, a little bit more explosive than Forte was, but Forte was really good. So that's what that's what I could see coming out of Gibson. So the little little amount that I've seen of him. Um, as far as my team okay. goes, there I don't really okay. like a lot of these teams, right? This week, right? Like, goodness, like the Jets are just awful. I don't like the, you know, I don't like the Washington team as a whole. I don't like the Giants. Like, somebody has to win that game. (laughs) Maybe it might be a draw. (laughs) I mean, you got, there's some really good games. So you got the Browns, Steelers, 4 1 against 4 0. You got the, uh, Bears, Panthers. I think the Bears are the worst four and one team in the history of the NFL. But they, you know, Nick Foles. You never know. Dude gets hot. They could really do something. Um. But yeah, I mean the the Falcons, Vikings, like yuck. Uh, but actually, that's what I'm gonna pick. All right, Julio Jones is back. Matt Ryan coming off one of the worst games of his career. I'm going to pick Atlanta to beat Minnesota. And Minnesota has Minnesota wow. is 1 and 4, but they've been playing better the past two games. So, you know, no Dalvin Cook, Alexander Madison is really good. Uh he's really good. Like he would be starting for just about any any team, but the Falcons moving on from the head coach I I think the Falcons are going to pull it off. I think they are. I think they're going to get their first win of the season. 
And uh, I think the Vikings are just, they're having a down year. Are they, are they yes. in Minnesota? Oh, that's, that's a, but it's a dome. God, but it's a dome, call, right? A dome to a dome. Home field advantage it's doesn't true, matter this the, year. There's no fans. You're right, but it's still the, it, it, hold on. Till st- I agree, but still traveling on the plane and sleeping in a hotel you're not familiar with. And it still puts a little, you know, a little slight smaller monkey wrench in your normal, regular routine. Yeah. Obviously home field advantage. Yeah. Just like you stated, you know, the, the biggest part of it is, yeah, you know, you got, you know, you know, 70% of the fans or 80% of the fans are screaming, you know, for you to fail (laughs) as opposed to being at home and, and they're, they're screaming for you to, to do well. But I still think, you know, playing away still has somewhat of an effect on the team. But all in all, I like your pick. That's gutsy. That is a gutsy pick, but I like it. That's what I, I like do. It. They don't work <laughs> out ever, but that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> the foul. Okay, okay. So you got who? – who's your player again? Antonio Gibson. I, I forgot already. That's right. Antonio Gibson, and you got your team is the Falcons against – against the Jets or no, excuse me, the Falcons against the Vikings. Um, okay. And I got Denver beating the Patriots and my players, Jerry Judy. Um, okay. I, li- I like, you know, we got some good, this, this might be our best week. Okay. I like this one. Who do you got for your um, duo? Okay. I feel like, you know, if I'm picking the team, right. And I'm picking the receiver. I feel like I gotta go ahead and just go Drew Locke and Jerry Judy, because in order for them to, in order for Jerry Judy to play well, then Locke obviously has to target him, you know, X amount of times. So I'm gonna have to, gonna have to go with that duo: Drew Locke, Jerry Judy. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Okay, yeah. It's it's still a still a, it's not as gutsy as yours I think your your team but it's still a you well know, I mean no one believes that they're gonna win St- no Stefan Gilmore like that opens things up for oh, Jerry Judy right so it does it does I don't think that's a bad call as far as uh, Judy is concerned but yeah I mean right. you know Gilmore can be had Devontae Parker did a couple times last year so. Mm. Mm. All right, for my duo. So I thought about, so I don't know if you saw this, but Brandon Cooks last week went off. I was a week early on that. That really upsets me. Like, I've been a week early on a lot of these calls. That's, it's like, goodness gracious. So I'm gonna, because this has to, it has to happen if they're going to have a chance to win, I'm going to go Carson Wentz and uh, that receiver Fulgham. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Carson Wentz and Fulgham. Fulgham. I'm not even familiar. I don't know how Fulgham. to say I'm not even that. Familiar with so he's player. like yeah. practice squad. Uh, got cut by like three teams. The Packers cut him last week. He had over a hundred yards, uh, like 150 yards. And the week before he had, I think like 60 yards and a touchdown. So like they have nobody else. Like it's Greg Ward. It's that guy. And then, um, 
Ertz is basically double covered on every single snap. That's why he's not having a good game. Obviously, Goddard isn't there to take some of the coverage away. Um, so yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be very interesting to see see what the Eagles can do to kind of get people open. But I think that I think Fulgham has got to be targeted, and I think he's gonna hit hit a big one. So, all right, interesting for sure. Okay, all right, all right. We shall see for a Popeye chicken sandwich. I don't sandwich. think that Wentz and Fulgham is, uh, or I don't think the Eagles are winning, right? But like, you okay. know, they're gonna have to score to keep up with the Ravens. I got a question. Yeah. When did the what? Hold on a second. What are the Titans' record? Titans. When did they, when were they four and zero? Because they beat the Bills last week Tuesday. I, yeah, but I thought that they started off the season they did, bad, but they winning. But they just still, yeah, that's crazy, ain't it? They have not been playing good football in their four and zero. Like that is shocking to me. I just saw that right now, and I was just like, "Wait, well, the Bears, what?" The Bears haven't played good football, and they're four and one. Well, right? They could right. very easily yeah, yeah, be the five Bears, and zero. Yeah. yeah, that's that's the worst four. I agree. That's the worst four and one, four and one team. Yeah. Four and one, right? Four one team in in the history of football. But I was shocked to see the Titans being four and zero because they just started off very just poor football, but. Yeah, you know that's that's what COVID will do. That's what you know delaying stuff will do. But but anyways, you know I'll pull how real in my ADD here. <laughs> well, is there anything else you want to touch on? No, man. I think that was it. I think we I think we crushed it again, guys. We appreciate the appreciate the questions, Dan the man. Appreciate you, my guy, uh, Riley. Thank you. Thank you for your question, Rashida. We really appreciate it as well. Um, we did have some more questions, but we'll we'll get those next week. Um, um, we won't forget about you guys, but we, we got them saved, and we'll we'll uh, hit those questions next week on our next cast. Yeah, we you know thanks for tuning in, everybody. And uh, as we stated earlier, Untapped Keg on Facebook, UntappedKeg.com, um, Untapped Keg on Twitter, on Twitch, twitch.tv slash untappedkeg. Uh, yeah, give us a follow. I'm at it's trickster itz. The I is a one on Twitter. We're gonna find new months. You guys can find me Twitter monteball28, Instagram monteball. Obviously, on tap cake pages, please. Uh, Untapped cake pages. Sorry, well, please send us send us whatever, and we're gonna and we're gonna and we're gonna bring it up. The funnier, the better. The yeah, I mean, just this this. Throw them at us. But most importantly, thank you guys for tuning in. Yeah, let's try to be better tomorrow than we were today because at least if we fail, we tried. So everybody have a good week. Stay healthy. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E. 
AV on YouTube.